Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The views and opinions expressed on Unlock Your Wealth Radio are those of the hosts, guests, and callers only and are not necessarily the views of Unlock Your Wealth Radio, Heather Wagonhalls, or Success Publishing International. More willpower than a barefoot woman at a shoe sale. Able to stretch a single paycheck for an entire month. Makes money concepts easier than third grade math. Introducing your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. Work all day, stress all night. Take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Money don't matter for the stuff it bought. It's the way you think, not what you've got. Yeah. Unlock Your Wealth Radio starts now. Get your money mind right. Today's show is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com slash freebook and click on the link to over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Thanks for stopping by, everybody. We're so glad to have you. I'm Heather Wagonhalls, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry. Hey, hey. And we are going to help you get your money mind right on today's show with these following great features. So we're on Key 10 now, right? Remember uh, real yes, estate. Remember real estate. Holy smokes. We've just been crushing it. I can't believe that the... Well, you know what that means? Because, you know, the season is almost the summer. Mm-hmm. So, for our... Summer's <laughs> almost over. Yeah. So, here we are. Well, we're starting September. So, yeah. Summer's yeah. almost over. Yeah. Season's gonna to end here. So, last week, we, we talked about creating credit, and we're going to finish that conversation that we opened last week uh, by why all of that credit stuff was important, because we're going to tell you how you can apply it to be, build wealth through real estate and become a millionaire um, with other people building your wealth for you. And that's like the best way. OPM, I'm all about it. Other people's money. Yep, yep, yep. So our moolah word of the day, we're going to take the real estate agent's side of the fence in today's word of the day, and we're going to talk about listing brokers. Minutes on your money, we're going to talk again. So if you are a real estate professional, you will want to tune in for today's minutes on your money because we're going to talk about mistakes that many real estate professionals make doing open houses. Uh, our trivia question is always best. Ba- <laughs> Based on last week's show, Create Credit. And today's guest, we have mortgage broker and author Yael Ishakis on to talk about getting that first loan. As always, we will talk about your money, your credit, and how to get ahead in any economy. We will also show you how to manage your money easier, saving time, and reducing stress using these proven techniques for you to create unlimited wealth and happiness. Insiders Club members are entered automatically in weekly giveaways. However, if you are not an Insiders Club member and would like to compete for great money management tools, just answer today's trivia question correctly. So as we talked at the beginning, credit was what our conversation was last week in our key create credit. And so we talked about 85 factors that go into your credit score, but... Only three of them make a difference. Do you remember that? I remember a, a lengthy discussion about credit scores. <laughs> so all you have to do is name one of those three factors that contribute to a significant majority of your credit score. So if you think you have the right answer, you can call in, chat in, or email in to win. If you call in, that number is 1-866-966-9420, 866-966-9420, or you can chat in if you're listening live at the website, hi, I'm here, come visit. <laughs> and uh, 
If you are listening from a podcast, say you're on iTunes, Zoom, what is it, Spreaker, Stitcher, we're like getting so out there now with our reach on on these podcast repeaters as well as our syndicated program. Uh, so if you are, if you think you have the right answer, you can still win. You don't have to be listening live to win. All you have to do is send us an email to trivia at uywradio.com. That's trivia at uywradio.com. Now, if you're sitting there saying, well, um, yes, so like I totally don't have the right answer. Like me. (laughs) Who masters and mixes the show so you hear it more than once. (laughs) But anyway, aside from that, if you listened to last week's show but can't remember for whatever reason, that's okay because everyone can still walk away a a winner. For those of you who are part of the Unlock Your Wealth Radio Nation, if you're a listener, Audible is offering a free audio buck download and a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Just visit the website and subscribe now. So I mentioned in the beginning that we are, uh, our minutes on your money has to do with open house mistakes. So as a real estate professional, one of the ways that you can gain not only um, sales by selling your listings, but you can gain other buyers and sellers as well. So it's a great place to, um, you know, uh, have your ideal market come to you so you don't have to seek them out they'll be driving around the hood and they'll be walking in so it's a great way to showcase your property it you're able to invite potential buyers into your home to get a real life feeling of what it would be like in this space and even though it's a seller's market out there right now that doesn't give you the right to turn this wonderful buyer's experience into a stare down of bidding wars so gather your thoughts jewelry and pride as you avoid these five open house mistakes uh so this is courtesy of usa today by the way Uh, Number one, hovering. As a seller, your job is to get out of the way. Let your agent and their team interact with the buyers. Nothing scares off buyers faster than getting cornered by a desperate seller. And the close talker. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Elaine Bennis is close talker. That's so funny. You know, um, one of the requirements when I used to do, and I I did both residential and commercial, but I liked commercial better, uh, is I always make my seller go away. They can't be there. They yeah. must leave. I don't want any interaction. Yeah. You know, because, well, you know, it's their house. And so obviously they're going to think it's worth more. And then, you know, like maybe their pride and joy was building this fountain into the wall in the back. And the buyer comes through and says, that's hideous, pull it. Well, if we got this, we, you know, and so then like now you're like pride is hurt. You're like upset emotionally yeah. because, you know, something that maybe you built with your kid or whatever that had meaning for you just got, you know, stabbed yep. in the back. And so now you're like, you're upset. So, well, I'm not selling it to that person. So we, I just avoid all of that. And I make them go away. You have to go away now. Yeah. I will take care. I will be all responsible right. while I'm buying property for all the content. So don't sweat it. Uh, so, uh, second is no half-baked staging. And this is so critical. People don't understand what the staging process is. But if you were going to to professionally stage a house or a home, you need to do all of it. Not just one room or one floor. You got to do it all. Nothing is more jarring than two elegantly appointed rooms followed by an empty empty dining room or den. Okay, it wrecks the experience. Um, So another thing, um, this is funny. Rookie agent on duty. Your agent may not be the one to actually show your house, but make sure that you are confident your realtor has a capable and well-trained team. While you don't want the agent at your open house to bombard potential buyers with information, you do want to make sure whoever is there is available to answer any and all questions and not standing outside having a cigarette. (laughs) That's always attractive. Mm -hmm. Uh, So number four, this is so funny too, bad photos. If the online photos of your house are dim, blurry, taken at odd angles or of odd rooms, don't be surprised if no one shows that bad photos prevent potential buyers from ever showing up in the first place. And, uh, And this is another critical one. And this is the toughest one to master too. And that is smells. 
Forget heavy air fresheners. Like other attempts to spice up the atmosphere, at best it's a distraction, and at worst it may raise questions about what you are hiding. You only get one opportunity to make a first impression, and if the impression is an overwhelming smell, you might lose. Take this advice and use it to your benefit, knowing what not to do when hosting an open house, and now knowing what you can do to help your listing broker sell it. You know, one of the things when we talk about smells, one of the things that I would always do is, you know, I would go buy like that already pre-mixed cookie dough, you know, that's already in the little sections. And nothing smells better than home-baked something, right? Yeah. So I would take that with me, with my own pants. I wouldn't mess up their kitchen at all. And I would go bake cookies. And then, so now, instead of going buying cookies and just setting them out, I've now set a really great mood. Because who doesn't remember, you know, the smell of fresh-baked cookies, you know? And then they're there, you know, for people going through the open house, getting a little snack at the sugar high, going, ooh, this place is lovely. must have this so uh uh oh and you know what another thing is you know that that sellers make is a mistake and real estate brokers don't like get on them for when it comes to this whole staging thing is you want your prospective owner to feel like they can live there and so you want it to be, you want it to be, to be staged. You want furniture to be in there so they can kind of say, okay, yeah, you know, I like where that dining table is. Ours is a little smaller, a little bigger, but it looks like it'll still fit. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you want them to be able to do that. But if they're seeing like all of your kids' artwork on the fridge or all these family photos strewn about, they're going to feel like they're in your space yeah. and it's going to be difficult for them to imagine themselves in this space because it, it, they won't be able to imagine it as their space because yeah. they're now in your space. And so you have to desensitize all of your stuff and, and you got to kind of dehumanize it a bit. Think of a model home. You know, they don't you don't see a bunch of family photos and a bunch of kids artwork right. and stuff when you go into model homes. And so you want to make sure everything is all picked up. You want to make sure that there's no dirty laundry laying around. You don't have to wash it and fold it and have it perfectly neatly, you know, put away. Nobody's inspecting your drawers. So just take the laundry basket and shove it under the counter somewhere. Yeah. Hide it. Get rid of it, you know. And and that way, so people can see themselves and their things in your space, you know. And so a bonus to that as a seller doing that. It also helps you to start moving on. You know, when you can when you can sanitize your environment and make it real sterile, then you won't be so attached to it. So you'll be more motivated to get things sold. So, you know, as you work through this process and sterilize your environment, it'll help you start that closure process so you can move on and start finding a new house for yourself. Right. Makes so, sense. Yeah. So anyway, so that's it uh, for our uh, Minutes on Your Money. Stay tuned because we have Moolah Word of the Day, Yael Yishakish, and our Keys to Riches coming up on Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Stay tuned for more after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt again like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on Fort Myers Beach Radio for your morning cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Attention passengers. 
Please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your maven of moolah, Heather Wagonhalls, with your moolah word of the day, and it's a moolah phrase because it has two words, and that would be listing broker. So a licensed real estate agent that contractually secures the right to sell a property on behalf of the property owner is the listing broker. Now, listing brokers are different from selling brokers. They could be the selling broker, but many, and and they all share in the same commission. However, they may not necessarily be the selling broker. So the listing agent takes the listing. But if you, like say, let's say, you know, I list it with my listing agent, right? And you are driving through the neighborhood with your realtor and you say, hey, let's stop at that house. That looks cute. Your realtor, if you like it and want to buy it, is going to be the, quote, selling agent. Yeah. Because they're the ones that brought the buyer to the transaction. Now, I, you know, maybe I put my listing up on realtor.com, right? And you're just flipping through it and you don't have a real estate agent. Okay. And so you click on it, you call me, you come and see it. And I, and I say, hey, you know, are you working with a real estate agent? You're like, no. So now I'm going to be on both sides of that transaction. And so now I'm the listing broker and the selling broker. Mm. So that's the different the differentiation. I personally do not like what they, and they call that dual agency when you sit on both sides of the transaction. And regardless of how you preach about ethics and all of that good stuff and, you know, uh, uh, doing business honorably, we run into this problem because when you are the listing agent, you have a fiduciary responsibility to the seller, okay? And so your obligation is you are representing them, you are negotiating on their behalf. Sure. If you have a buyer that doesn't have representation, okay, they are considered your, quote, customer. So you're not supposed to share particular information with them. So you, you agree ethically to deal with them fairly, you know, but as a buyer, you would want your own agent representing you on your behalf to go negotiate. And if so, so if I'm a buyer and, 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 I, and I'm interested in your house and I want, I, I want that house and I don't have a real estate agent and I ask you, the listing agent, well, how much is this house? And you say $100,000. And I'll say, okay, well, what do you think they'll take? He can only say, well, I'm pretty sure they'll take $100,000. <laughs> Even though that listing broker knows that, you know, we listed it for 100, but, you know, your stopgap is 95. Your floor is 95. Yeah. I can't share that with you if you're just my quote customer. Yeah. Because, it breaks my fiduciary responsibility to my seller. Right. So that's why you would want your own buyer's representative, you know, because they'll do the market research. They'll tell you what the other homes have sold for. This other guy can't do that, mm-hmm. you know, because because ethically he's in a bind. Yeah. So you'd want your own agent. You always want your sense. own buyer's representative. That and that, my friends, is total bonus not included in the price of today's show. Mm. 
So anyway, so listing broker was our moolah word. And now I am super stoked because we have a Chiquita Bonita after my own heart, another mortgage professional. And uh, Yael Ishikis is joining us. And uh, she is located in Brooklyn, New York. And she has a company called Residential Capital, a first Meridian mortgage company. And uh, they built their company with little or no advertising. They built their reputation on creating a high level of customer service and developed an unparalleled referral base. Uh, so her and her uh, mortgage team has established itself as one of the premier mortgage lenders on the East Coast and one of the fastest growing mortgage lenders in the United States. Uh, and she joins us here to talk about some core values and her philosophies, but also she's going to talk to us about how we can qualify for a loan and like maybe some pitfalls we can ask her about as to what to avoid. So Yael, welcome to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. We're thrilled to have you a part of the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Oh, well, thank you for that. You know, mortgages are the single largest financial transaction most people will make in their lifetimes. And they do it, and most of the time... It's wrong. <laughs> they make a mistake somewhere along the line, either in the application process or the selection of mortgage product process. Can you think of some significant mistakes you have seen clients make, either with other loan officers that you have to kind of clean up before they get to you, or maybe you've seen them where you've had to redirect them? Well, I a common misperception or a common thing that is I see people getting attracted to really low rates. So today, an ARM, which is known as an adjustable rate mortgage, is they're very low rates, they're very attractive. They're at 3%, 2.75. So people say, hey, I want to buy borrow money and I'll pay that you know, low amount. But what they don't realize is that those rates adjust and one day it goes up to 8% and their payment will go increase a lot. So that's a very common um, mistake when, you know, in the thinking is that let's just get in, let's just get in low. And they don't understand that this loan is not really the best loan for them. Yeah, back in the day when I used to do mortgages, a smoking deal on a 30-year fixed rate loan was 9.5%. And you were grateful to get that all day long. <laughs> Do you remember those days, Michael? I remember oh, those I, days. Yeah. Yeah, you know, um, so being here in Arizona, we we really, you know, uh, folks didn't learn the first time around with the savings and loan debacle that we had. So 20 years later, we had to repeat ourselves yeah. <laughs> with this uh, other mortgage crisis. So that's a great example, you know, and because, of course, you know, people are like, oh, wow, cheap money. And they don't think about it. And I remember seeing people saying, oh, yeah, but it's only, you know, 3% or 4%. That's so great, you know. And it's like, yeah, that's what you start at. That's not what you end up at, you know. And, and so they don't qualify themselves. Can you think of some other mistakes that people make when it comes to buying a home? So there's another, um, to another mistake. It, it's sometimes a good thing, but... When I, I see FHA is something that people say, oh, I want to get an FHA loan. I want it because it's advertised like a government loan. But, and it's advertised that you're putting down three, three and a half percent. But what they don't know is if you put down five percent, which is one and a half percent more, you don't have to pay this huge chunk of mortgage insurance up front. And you don't have to pay this huge high monthly mortgage insurance, because if you put down 5%, the mortgage insurance is half of what FHA charges. So it's funny because people get hung up on that. Like I get called, I only want an FHA loan and I'll say that your payment will be, you know, $300 lower if you don't do it. And, and that's something that I, I, I see as a mistake. So what I always tell people, a smart way to shop for a mortgage or when they're looking at something, is not to look at, um, not to get hung up on programs as arms, as FHA, just to discuss monthly payments and to say, 
can, what are the payments on this loan, on this loan amount that I'm looking for? And then figure out, can you afford it? So if even though the bank says, yeah, you can afford it, or if they say you can't, it's really you who makes that payment. It's not going to be me. So it, use the common sense and speak with your loan officer, and they'll try to figure out the right program for you. Because there's so many of them. Right. And that's what they're yeah, you get you get cuddled. You don't know what to do. Where should I start? Should I take this? Should I do that? And so that that would be monthly payments is a key thing for me. That's what the first before I check people's credit or I do anything as I run numbers. I say, hey, can you afford it? And most a lot of people will say, you know, I don't even make that. Or yes, I do. My wife and my mother and my aunt live with me, and we can wing it. Mm-hmm. So that would be you know that to me is a very key factor. Right. You know, one of the things that actually is kind of how I headed in the direction of financial literacy myself was, you know, when folks would, uh, you know, they'd focus on purchase price. And I'm like, that's not the number you live with every day. Once a month, you live with your payment. And that's the number that you need to be focused on, not the most amount of money you qualify for, because everybody says, well, what's the max I can get? And I always say, you know what? You have a lifestyle that you're accustomed to. And if your lifestyle, you know, uh, dictates that you like to go out to eat a lot or you like to, you know, have a big entertainment budget, you always take the family out on the weekends, you like to travel, that your current monthly housing payment, whether it's rent or a mortgage, if that number is comfortable and you like your lifestyle, you should probably stick kind of close to that as opposed to finding out what your max is because that they, they're going to be two different numbers and then you're going to get stuck in house and not enjoy your life and then you're going to hate your new house. I, I love that advice. I wish everybody would listen to you. <laughs> So when I get calls and say, how much can, can I afford? I, I always answer, you know, the banks go according to something called a debt to income ratio. So we want to see, um, that you can go up to 44%. That's what Fannie Mae allows. Freddie Mac even allows you to go up to 49%. Which is nuts to me. Uh, that's of your, what, your monthly yeah. income? Yeah. Yeah. Of your monthly yeah. income, the ratio of the payment to the income. And yeah, and it's quite high. And FHA, get this, you can really go up to 57%. Oh my gosh, what so, are they thinking? What are they thinking? That's nuts. I mean, when I used to underwrite, because I used to underwrite both the government and the, the conventional, conforming conventional was 24 and 36, front end, back end, and FHA was 29 and 41. That, that, well, it's a... It's a different world. <laughs> I know. I was taught and that, your weekly pay should be your m- m- mortgage payment. Oh, your weekly pay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's like, it's like 25%. Yes. Yeah, you know, kind of 25%. That's a yeah. pretty good rule. Yeah. Yeah. But, it, you know, but it, but if you're, but it, like I said, though, your lifestyle has more to dictate with what type of house you have, what you type of house you should buy versus how much you can afford. Wouldn't you agree, I.L.? I, I absolutely agree, and that's why when I do the numbers of people and I tell them, by the way, you can afford up to, I don't know, 500000 but your payment's going to be 3600 They're like, I can't do that. I, I, I will have to give up on everything. I won't be able to feed my kids. And I'm like, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think that, like, you know, we were talking about the mess that we got into. I think that people also have to sort of take responsibility and say, hey, can I do this? It doesn't matter if a bank says you can or somebody says it's you. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's us who, who do it. It's, it's, so we, we have to just figure out on our own, can we can we afford this? Uh, am I going to be buy this house or I'm going to be house poor? I'm not going to be able to buy a couch. Oh, I know. Yeah, you know, and and or, or the thing that I love is they go get they get, they go get pre qualified for their mortgage, and then they go out and buy curtains and couches and crap, and then when they pull an app closing credit app, all of a sudden they don't qualify because their ratios just got knocked out of line. <laughs> I can't tell <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times I've said that. Do not buy a car. Do not buy a boat. Do not buy. Do not use your credit. The only thing that should be happening to your credit is you're paying down your debt. Do you understand me? And then I. Know 
nod my head up and down. So they start nodding their heads up and down. It's like the, the good, good fellas. Yeah, exactly, good fellas. Don't be buying any Cadillacs now. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, Yael, well, this is great. So what I want to do is let's talk about this book that you wrote when we return from the break. You are listening to Yael Lusakis on Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and we'll be right back after this. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Too much month left over at the end of the money? Tired of paying off debt like a slave? Then tune in to my one-minute update on the Jiggy Jaguar radio network for your cup of money motivation. And for more tips, visit crackingyourmoneycode.com. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagonhalls. And joining us, we have Yaeli Shakis on Unlock Your Wealth Radio today. And we are talking before the break about some common mistakes that people make when it comes to financing their home. And Yael, you are the author of The Complete Guide to Buying a Home. And let's talk about some of the things that we should do when it comes to buying a home. What's the first thing that we should do if we're thinking about buying a home? The first thing I always tell people is to check out their credit. Because if you, even though you might have money saved up and you have income, if you don't have good credit, nobody's going to be lending you any money. And the good thing is if your credit is like a little bit, you know, messed up a little bit, it's easy to fix. So before shopping and before doing anything, I always advise go get your credit checked out. You can go to freecreditreport.com or call a, a bank, a loan officer, and they'll do it for you. And just see what's going on there. Because you you might have old credit cards or you might have medical collections. People have different things that they don't even know. Or just it's always good to see what's going on. And once you establish that your credit is good or credit worthy for a mortgage, then you can go to step two. <laughs> step one would always be check that out. Yeah, that's great advice. So, all right, so I pulled my credit and I had a couple dings, but I fixed them now and I'm ready to go. What's step two? Step two is to call a loan officer, go to your banker and figure out what you can qualify for. What is What, what does your um, income against your debt and a few, you know, on a future new home warrant. And a loan officer will help you determine that. They'll review your tax returns, um, make sure, you know, and make sure that you qualify for a loan. That would be the second step. 
does a pre-approval process. Perfect. Because shopping for the house is putting the cart before the horse. <laughs> I like that advice. So then what do we do with number three? So now that you have, you know, a pre-approval and it's a, it's, you know, the person who wrote the pre-approval, checked your credit, ran it through, you know, Fannie Mae's system, got there, the DU, that's the automated approval, so you know that you're, if you're golden, you can go to any realtor and they'll be excited to show you the house versus somebody else who's coming with nothing and um, find your dream home. That's simple as that. Yay. I know it's surprisingly easy if folks just take the time to understand the process. But I think a lot of folks get caught up in the whole, uh, you know, living the American dream, and they just want to go look at houses, and they get the they get into that prefer, perpetual house shopping mode. So uh, Michael is sitting here actually on your website, the Ishaki's uh, Finance Finance Report dot com. Tell us what you have on your website here, because I can't see that far. My glasses. <laughs> My glasses aren't working. <laughs> the Shaka's Finance Report is a daily blog, and we try to um, give uh, our readers, um, you know, every Monday we post what's ahead with, you know, what's going on with the rates, and we just post different, um, you know, things that are uh, related to the industry. Let people have common questions. Should I um, do a home inspection or should I save the $500? And I, you know, when I talk about relevant issues, should we, um, how do we go about fixing our credit? We don't want to pay a a very expensive credit repair agency. Um, There's so many different uh, things that happen and it's so, it's such a complex business sort of. So this one, we, the blog has a ton of information, a lot of different, you know, tidbits and advice of how to do this and, and, and not, you know, have to pay hefty services and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a pretty comprehensive website. He's pressing like 5,000 different buttons here. He's got all kinds of things going on. I see mortgage calculators, live rate quotes, all sorts of stuff. Well, that's wonderful. Well, you know, I can't believe it. We've, you know, gosh, we've had such a great conversation. Um, If folks want to get a hold of your book or get a hold of you to finance their new home, uh, where can people find you? So I'm always available. My number is... 718-732-0309, and they can always go on my blog, www.ishakisfinancereport.com, and um, check me out. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on, you know, all the, you know, social media outlets, and and call me. Outstanding. Tell me. (laughs) Yes. Just uh, just call you, text you, just don't call you late for dinner, right? <laughs> That's my thing. No, don't call me. You can call me. You'll hear my kids yelling in the background. It's fun. <laughs> oh, yay. Well, Yael, thank you so much for being a part of Unlock Your Wealth Radio. And for those of you who are driving around without a pencil, never fear. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is here where you can surf over to Yael's show page and you can click on her linky links to get all of her good stuff at IshakasFinanceReport.com and be able to get in touch with her if you're interested in mortgage financing. And you are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio. Stay tuned. We have the keys to riches coming up next. Commander Marty Logan here from the Top Gun Seminars. What I've learned over the years is that the most successful people in life have coaches to guide them along their chosen path. Wayne Gretzky, Michael Jordan, Tony Stewart, Tom Hopkins, Kathy Colby all had coaches. Whether it was their father, someone else's father, or another person who helped them to shape their desires into an achievable path to success with a system of accountability where quitting was the only way to fail. Each of these people had someone who didn't see them as they first were, but as the person inside they knew they could easily become. Financial coaching can be the single addition you need to become financially independent. Call the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation now for your free consultation. 1-866-966-9420. That toll-free number again is 1-866-966-9420. Or visit us on the web at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Heather Wagonhalls here from CrackingYourMoneyCode.com. Tune in to my Unlock Your Wealth update for your daily cup of money motivation. Weekdays at 1225 during the Midday News Report on Cracking 
1370 AM WWCB. Attention passengers, please fasten your seatbelts as we are in for some turbulent weather ahead. Bill Thomason is the Valley's premier business coach. Bill can help you ride out the turbulence your business may encounter. Bill Thomason is the America's premier executive coach and strategist. Bill can help you create the life you will love living. Over more than a quarter century, Bill has helped thousands of people just like you to achieve success beyond what they had imagined. Now is the best time you will ever have to decide what you want and to take powerful action toward achieving the outcomes you desire in your life. Bill has studied the success patterns of the highly successful people, and he has provided coaching and training programs to small business people and to top Fortune 500 executives across the U.S. and Canada. Now you can benefit from Bill's experience. If you are like most people, you may just need the professional encouragement a coach can give and a real plan for creating the outcomes you say you want in life. Call Bill now, 602-321-7192 to schedule executive coaching sessions. Thank you for flying NLP Skills Training Institute. Work all day, stress all night, take your mind off your money and focus on your life. Welcome back to the show, everyone. You are listening to Unlock Your Wealth Radio, and I am she, your purveyor of prosperity, Heather Wagon Halls. And, uh, yeah, flanked by my producer extraordinaire, Michael Terry, of course. I'm still here. I'm still here. Yeah. Thanks for not leaving. Appreciate that. So it's that time again for our Keys to Riches. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. We are so glad you stopped by. Hopefully, you're receiving tremendous value out of our show. Now, what we want to tell you is talk about the Keys to Riches, and they are a baker's dozen of financial concepts that not only teach you how to think like the rich and be in control of your own money, it also gives you specific techniques to create or fix your credit, eliminate debt, save and invest, all while transforming your current financial habits into healthy money management skills. And we do that one key at a time, one week at a time on the radio program here. And since we are in our 10th key at Remember Real Estate, I just kind of wanted to go through real quick and give us a little tour of where we have been because, you know, each week, you know, if you've been doing all of the different keys and you've kept your nose to the grindstone, we're getting to that point now here in the next couple of shows where we're going to actually pick our nose up from that grindstone, look over our shoulder and see just how far we've come in a relatively short period of time. And, you know, this is this is nothing to shake a stick at. This is a significant accomplishment because in brain-based financial literacy, one of the things that we have to identify is what we're doing here to materially alter the financial course of our future is not something that we're programmed to do. DNA says you are biologically destined to fail at long-term anything management, money management, weight management, career management, you name it. We are not in for the long haul based on our biology. And so as a result of that, you need to really focus on what's going right and doing more of it. But let's just take a trip back in time from the beginning of the season, if you've been with us this whole time. And if you haven't, for those of you joining us for the first time, it'll be a great exposure to where we have come from to make this key make sense for you. So our first key is acceptance and affirmation. We had to accept that we had a problem with our money management skills. Whether we are brand new to money management, we're 18 and we're out on our own and we've got a checkbook and a credit card and a job and we don't know what the heck to do. Or maybe we've been out there and we didn't know what to do, but we tried and weren't as successful as we thought we would be at it. And maybe catastrophic circumstances have predicated your need for financial change in your life. In any case, whatever brings you here, the first thing that we have to do in order to address a problem is acknowledge we have one. So we have to accept it first. Then, because we're probably not spring chickens, all of us here, although I would like oh, to me? think, well, yeah, specifically, I was making a stab at you, old man. <laughs> Did you, did you get that social security check started yet? No, I got a few years to go. <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm teasing. And, you know, you need to wait as long as you can. So, Absolutely. So, like, hopefully you'll continue to work on the show in the meantime. Oh, yeah. I'm having a good time. I'm not going anywhere. Okay, perfect. Good. So... Uh, yeah, because I can't afford retirement, right? As we're just a, we're we're achieving critical mass now, so 
this many years in, so we can't afford to lose you. So chances are, if we've been at this for a while and have had whatever lackluster results that we're getting currently, then we're probably dealing with some heavy, you know, non-productive programming in our head. So we got to first start building our confidence back that we are capable of this. And the beauty is the way the brain is always anticipatory and thinking a few steps ahead when we set up ourselves for success using the power of affirmations, we exponentially increase our ability to succeed, which means if we're doing our affirmations every day, and using them as we prescribe them in our six P's for affirmation success, you are that much more likely to be successful at whatever it is you're doing because you're starting to reprogram yourself for success. And, and that's key because you have to build up the confidence because you have if you don't have the belief, you're not going to be able to do it. So if you can put it on paper and see it, then you can begin to believe it. And once you believe it, you can achieve it. And it all starts with affirming your abilities. So that's what we do in that. Then our next key is to take action and make assessment. And I call this our going green episode when we do it on the show because we want to make an organic assessment. We're not looking for how much money is going where because that's not the problem. What we talk about in this key is that we need to take action by not taking action, but silently observing our behavior because our thoughts and our reason and our logic is a conscious activity. Okay. And so discipline is a conscious activity. You say you're going to do the same thing every day over and over, like get up and brush your teeth every morning. That's conscious discipline. Okay. Now, when it comes to behavior, that's autopilot. So you had to have done brushing your teeth every day to generate this healthy mouth and healthy smile for several times for it to become this autopilot automatic behavior. And so you could be hung over or sleep deprived because you went on binge watching like that's what I'm doing these days with Orange is the New Black. Uh, <laughs> And it's, I, it's a pretty good show, yeah. It's it's very very interesting, but you know, some there's a couple females in 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 the show that remind me of females in my past, and I think <laughs> that I just keep watching because I'm hooked into that old pattern. I'm like, oh my god, she said that. That's did so you, funny. Did, did you see uh, um, the killing? No, but that's next on my list. Oh I was told god. that if I liked Orange Is New the Black, I'll like the killing. Oh so. my god. I got to work on that. Best television I've seen in ages. Well, you know what? Because, you know, as soon as I get through this one, because, you know, you got to wait for the next season to start right now. So so as soon as I binge watch my way through this one, then I can start another one. Yeah. Yeah. So, very impressive. Yeah. So, so, so what what we do is we've got to get the new stuff from from uh, discipline to automatic behavior. But in this key, what we're looking for is observing the behavior that goes on with money so we can figure out when things go wrong and then we can explore and look behind the when and figure out the why and once we get the why our money is in chaos because it's not about the money it's never about the money uh when we get the why of the chaos then we can figure out the how to fix it. And so in this key, we learn how to do our organic assessment and not upset the apple cart so we can keep continuing the current behavior for a little while longer so we can make important assessments. Then we go to dreams with deadlines because we have to create a purpose and something to go after. So financial freedom is a great purpose to have because financial freedom facilitates all of your other dreams. Nothing okay. Like it, yeah. yeah. So whatever else you want to have, do or be in your life, you, you your work facilitates the fun that sure. you want to have in life and to chase your passions and all of that stuff. So we have to get on track with that. And so we use a goal achievement strategy called Dreams with Deadlines here that is second to none when it comes to actually not just setting goals, but creating a system and a process to fundamentally achieve them consistently over and over, over time. And that is what's critical about your success or failure at money management or anything in life is to have a structure to follow that works with the way your brain works so you can achieve their success because it anticipates your pitfalls. 
and and it allows you to overcome those and avoid those and kind of navigate the landmines in your life to get where you want to go. So then we have knowledge is power, not knowing is powerful. And in this key, what we do is we learn about the three questions and five areas of concern that we should be addressing financially. Because it's not what you know and you're not doing. It's also what you don't know and should be doing mm -hmm. that's the problem. So we learn about that in that scheme. Then we learn how to take the elusive emotions out of the picture because we are emotional creatures that use reason and logic after the fact. So we're not logical creatures that have emotions. And that's part of the misconception. So we learn about how to separate our emotions from our money and be passionate about making money and impartial about spending it. And then we move to hope for the best plan for the worst. And here is where we learn how to create an effective plan B so our conscious mind and subconscious can be in congruence and stay focused on plan A, which is the one we set up in Dreams with Deadlines. Then we break our budget, and budgets are inherently bad, and we learn how to create a healthy savings and spending plan based on the organic assessment we started in week two. Then we move forward to no seasonal exceptions because we get going, we get clipping along, we're so excited, we have our dreams with deadlines in place, and then all of a sudden, wham, we fall off the wagon. Whether we fall off accidentally or somebody pushes us off or we jump because <laughs> that happens too. You're like, whoa, that weekend in Mexico, <laughs> what happened to my credit card? So, you know, life happens. And so, you know, we learn how to not make seasonal exceptions in this key. Then we created credit. After we broke our budget, we um, or we broke our budget, then we go to no seasonal exceptions, where we learn how to keep our emotions in check, and then we learn how to create credit because credit is integral to this week's key, which is remember real estate. So last week we talked about underwriting loosely as far as the four layers of risk. Character, capacity, capital, and collateral. And character is your credit report. Okay, We establish this layer of risk. How you've paid your bills in the past is likely how you will pay your bills in the future. So if you're conscientious and you pay your bills on time every month, never miss a payment, that is displayed in your credit report. And I'm not just talking score because we talked all about credit last week, so I don't want to belabor this point. But if you're sloppy, if you're not consistent... It's going to reflect. Yeah. Catastrophic offense uh, can be reflected as a hiccup on your credit report because you can see like everything goes bad like when you got that car accident and couldn't work for six weeks. But then all of a sudden everything's on track again. And an underwriter who is going to make a loan determination for you can see this clearly. In it. So this week, we're going to talk about the other layers of risk that an underwriter looks at. And this is going to be your little checkup. Am I ready for real estate? Okay. And so by answering these four layers of risk, thinking like an underwriter, you'll be able to see how close to or far away from you are from first off home ownership if you're a renter. And then second, real estate investment if you're already a homeowner. Question. If you... if. If I like how you raised your hand, by the way. That's not, like, well, I don't want to totally interrupt you. If, it, if an underwriter sees that you're paying from a different source, does that affect your, let's say you pay, you pay with your savings account one. Does, does he, they don't see that they information. Don't see that. They just see the date that you're paying. So The date you paid, how much you paid, gotcha. and any new charges you incurred if it's like an open... You know, credit line like a charge account. So they don't see the source, which is, which I, I mean, if you're jumping from yeah. account to account. Because we all know you have a sugar mama and she's paying your bills, <laughs> but you want credit for your credit, right? That's it. Oh. <laughs> is that why you're asking? No, no. Because I have psychological, I have psychological. Or is it because the bank of Michael is paying for bills for his children? He shouldn't be. <laughs> is that the real reason? No, I, I have psychological issues about what account it comes out of. I, I do. Oh. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. Sometime. Yay! That's probably like a good like money drama oh, for, for next season. We'll talk money, about that this, at money drama. Money drama beyond belief. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! It's a good one. Awesome! I'm excited about that. So what you need to do is think like an underwriter, and we have to understand these four layers of risk and set up our targets. So we can know where we need to be. So you know, we talked about the elimination of frivolous debt. So if debt that you have incurred it is end-of-the-line debt, meaning you bought a pair of Ferragamos, that's end-of-the-line. Those Ferragamos, 
that's it. That money isn't making you money. And so if you don't pay them off when the bill comes in, you're going to be paying interest on those loafers. And so they're going to cost you more money and more money, you know, so, um, uh, so we don't want to be in that situation where we're leveraging a loafer. So it's critical that we eliminate frivolous debt. We only want productive debt, debt that can make us money. You know, and so if we take on a mortgage, yeah, I'm looking at that, but that's making you money. So any interest that you spend on your little eye thing that... Uh, Interest-free credit card, baby. Well, there you go. Yeah. See, but it's not interest-free if you pay it on day 366. You got to get it paid off before 365 Correct. or whatever yeah. it is. So, uh, and so that's discipline and behavior. Yeah. So if you statistically pay it off, then that was a good deal for you. But oh, if yeah. your behavior says, oh, no, no. no, I don't do that, I then do that. that's not such a good thing. So what we do is we've got to understand these other layers of risk. Collateral, we can't control. It's the value of the property. It's not willing buyer, willing seller negotiating freely in a seller's market over market value. It's only market value or purchase price, whichever is lower. So we're going to take that layer of risk out of the mix. The other layers of risk we have control over is our credit, and we talked about what those were before in last week's show. So we've got to understand what our underwriting guidelines are for the other two layers of risk. So we have uh, capacity, and we have capital left over. Capital is two things. It's your down payment and your cash reserves afterwards. So if, if your down payment is $10,000 and you have to have two monthly mortgage payments in cash reserves, and let's say the mortgage payment is 1000 bucks, I'm just using round numbers so I can do the math in my head, you have to have $2,000 in the bank after you make that $10,000 thing. So you have to have at least 12,000. Okay. So, um, and, and so it's all going to be based on your, what they call loan to value. Uh, and so you want to make sure that you have both cash down and money left over. The more cash you put down, the less amount of money you have to finance, the lower your payment is going to be. And the, the greater percentage of instant equity you're going to have in that property. And so then the other layer of risk is capacity. And that's your ability to repay the note. And that's based off of your gross income. And this is what you want to take and grab your pencil and write down because these are the keys to the castle. And if you visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com and you put in affordability worksheet, you'll get this process that I'm enumerating to you on the phone. Or on the phone. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Anybody Operator. <laughs> Operator, can you get me Schenectady? <laughs> uh, so, um, so what you want to do is you need to take all of your monthly payments that you find on your credit report. So all the minimum monthly payments, because this is what the underwriter is going to do. You need to add them up and find out what that number is. And then you need to divide it into your income, okay? And find out how much debt you spend monthly. Okay, and this number cannot be more than uh, uh, 41% for FHA financing. Um, and specifically, this number has to be less than 12 because you've got 41% that's your total debt ratio, which includes your new housing ratio that you're trying to get. And you don't get to go over the ratio, so if you if your ratio is 12% for unsecured debt, so that's going to be car payments, that's going to be uh, student loans, credit cards, anything else you've financed over time, if all of that is more than 12% of your monthly income, you're going to lose the ability to max out your affordability on your property um, that you want to buy because it's going to lower the amount of money you can afford on your house payment. So I know it might sound a little bit confusing because we're talking about it, but if you visit again, unlockyourwealthradio.com, you will find the worksheet that, and you'll be able to calculate your affordability. Because if you are over that 12%, you need to get under that if you want to be able to max out your affordability. And, and, and like I said, your max is your max. You don't get to go over that. Uh, and underwriters are sticklers about that now because they were allowing all of that crap to happen when they used to base everything just on credit scores alone. Yeah. And they were selling people homes that by the end of the day, 
they were having a 70% back-end ratio. Well, if Uncle Sam is taking out 28% of your income, are you going to be able to live on 2%? How are you going to buy gas? How are you going to buy clothes? How are you going to buy food? You can't. So that's why these ratios exist to give you a guideline. And it's funny because you would think that loan officers would bother to tell people what the targets are. So they can get there. So download the worksheet and learn how to calculate your affordability. It's step-by-step, fill in the blank. You know, I take all of the chances of you goofing it up out of the mix and figure out how close or how far away you are from it and set it aside because we're going to learn in our practicing the three R's key coming up in a couple weeks, how we put that together to get us to achieve first home ownership, then real estate investment. For this week's key statement, key affirmation, and key action item, visit our website at unlockyourwealthradio.com. And for more in-depth interviews with money experts, strategies, and members-only tools to fix your credit, get out of debt, and have more money and happiness, do what other savvy listeners have and visit unlockyourwealthradio.com, where you go to get your money mind right so your wealth and happiness will follow. Today's show is brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at unlockyourwealthradio.com forward slash free book. Visit now. For Unlock Your Wealth Radio and Michael Terry, I'm Heather Wagonhalls. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com is produced by Heather Wagonhalls and the Unlock Your Wealth Foundation. UnlockYourWealthRadio.com and its affiliates are copyrighted 2013 with all rights reserved. For more information on the Keys to Riches Financial Wellness Series, please visit our website at www.unlockyourwealth.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.